it's our. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to the Review Review, a show where three small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions from Troy to the Max Extreme in Iowa. <laughs> I'm Coach Havens, and uh, I'm going to disappear now. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to go in some corn. That was way too delayed. We're starting off same, real hot. For the same joke. <laughs> I stole your thunder, dude. Stole my thunder. <laughs> we, are, we are talking about Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. For our fan service November month. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy actually gave us this pick. Uh, the fun thing, uh, before we get started about Field of Dreams, that it was actually filmed parts of it. Around the area in which yeah. we live, I don't want to give a some fucking parts full could, address. Yeah. But some people I could, some parts I could definitely pull out. Uh, so I want to touch on those a little bit later. But yeah. it uh, definitely was a fun rewatch. But like, I know that. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that. So yeah. we'll get to that oh, a little yeah. bit later. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, but first, let's get into a little bit of some tea stats about this movie, shall tea we? Stats. Uh, this came out April twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. Budget of $15 million domestically. Pulled in $64.4 million. Worldwide, $84.4 million. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 87%. IMDb, 7.5 out of 10. Metacritic, 57%. A little bit of a dip. Wow, I'm surprised at that. Um, You can actually watch this for free right now on Peacock. On, on Peacock, NBC yeah. Universal's streaming I'm going to make a joke that my favorite scene in the movie was when Jennifer Garner told me to start using uh, <laughs> start, Capital One or something using like Capital that. One. Yeah. <laughs> the last question is, what's in your wallet? <laughs> Shut up. Oh my god, how's this fit into the story? <laughs> it does suck that it is with ads <laughs> if you want the free one like I do. Oh yeah. But, uh... But yeah, you can watch it on Peacock, or what I also saw when I was doing some notes for this, the MLB Network. Uh, right. <laughs> because they're not showing shit right now. <laughs> it's on there? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Field of Dreams. Anyone want to take what Field of Dreams is about? I did the last one. I'll step up to the place. Oh, thank step you, because uh, I'm six deep and I can't even speak two words. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's his name? Kevin Costner. I don't know what his <laughs> name is his in name? this. Ray, I think. That might not be right either. He, uh, it, it gives uh, a, a brief synopsis almost of his whole childhood up to his adult life in the first five minutes of this movie. His dad was a dick. Dad was a dick, moved away to go to Berkeley, and then moved with his wife to live in Iowa and be a farmer. And then, out of nowhere... Starts, Everybody's dream. And starts being... Starts getting these... Uh, Ray Kinsella. Ray Kinsella. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. so it was Ray. But uh, he starts hearing these, uh, these messages while he's out in the cornfields of, if you build it... If Uh, and so he is like what does this mean eventually figures out he needs to build himself a baseball field and to do that he's got to take down some of that corn build it up because it's 
It's a message from some sort of divine source, you know? Yeah. And when he Just builds it, what now what does he have to do with it? And that's the 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 thrust yeah. of this movie. What am I going to do with this baseball diamond? Well, let's just check it out and see. Let's find let's out. Let's feel the dreams. Let's find out. Um, and where does Darth Vader fit in all this? <laughs> we'll figure that out, too. Uh, My son. So I haven't seen this movie probably for like 15 years up until I rewatched it today. And there was a lot of things I did not remember were in this movie. Yeah. Like, I, the, the gist of what I remember is men come through the corn and play a little bit of baseball. And that's, that's about it. Men come through the corn. <laughs> uh, old Shoeless Joe, or whatever his name. Shoeless Joe... Joe Shoeless Joe Jackson? Joe... Joe Johnny? Oh, Joe Johnny? Uh, hey, Joe Johnny? I'd also like to reemphasize, if I haven't already, that I don't care for sports much and baseball's probably the bottom of that list the old american pastime i find quite droll uh ironically enough though it's the only major sporting event that i've ever been to oh except for hockey i've only been to baseball games and hockey games and have you ever been to a major league hockey game or have you no. only been to the... Yeah, that's my... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Nope. Uh, yeah. I have so... A, go, go ahead. I don't have anything to I'll say. I... Outside of what uh, Troy said, uh, I have a deep-seated resentment for baseball. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my brother was a big baseball player when I was growing up as a kid. And we're 10 years apart. So uh, even when he was in college... My parents would drag me to all of his baseball games, and then when I would try and do anything that a kid would want to do, they would be like, hey, stop having fun and sit down and watch your brother play baseball. (laughs) So, don't really like the game. (laughs) And I think it's boring as shit. Yeah. And whatever strategy is involved in it, you can't even watch with the human eye. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. I do not care for baseball. Uh, yeah. I don't like... So I don't like watching it on TV. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah. Going in person is a different story. Like, anything in person is a little better. It has a, a different yeah. energy, I would say. It does. Yeah. I've been to five baseball games... Like pro baseball games, yeah. I don't yeah. think I had like a bad time in any of them. Yeah, I went to one pro baseball game and it was actually with Bucky. Oh, um, my parents brought you to a Brewers the Brewers game. game. Yeah, it was fun. The sausage races killed me. The sausage races. Oh my god, I can watch sausages all day long. Like <laughs> yeah, you know, them bratwurst and hot dogs. One of the, best, the only good part about it, like I mean, not the only good part, but like there's good food there too oh my god the food i yeah. loaded those brats with it's mustard and shit, sauerkraut yeah. to my breath smelled horrid the shittiest fucking food ever but it's delicious <sighs> i ate that ice cream out of that brewer's hat that oh, classic oh, brewer's hat it's so good yeah <laughs> oh my god it was so good it's literally like Hello. going to a theme park without going on a ride just watching people do boring shit <laughs> 
I love how you guys are bragging about eating like a twelve dollar brat and an eighteen dollar ice cream. Dude, it was. I didn't pay for it. Bucky's parents yeah. paid for it. Yeah. Oh my god. But no. So baseball, yeah, pretty fucking shitty sport. Um, but I will say that uh, it is fun to watch in person. And if I had it in my backyard in Dyersville, Iowa. <laughs> It might be even more fun. You're so I can one. understand with old Mr. Uh, Frank Consuela. Ray. Ray. It's not his name. Frank Consuela, right? Ray. <laughs> we said it. It's fucking Ray. <laughs> Ray Consuela? No. no it's Frank. No. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. God damn it. It's Ray. It's Frank. Is it Ray? Oh, what Ray. is it? I'm it's so Ray. Okay, it's, it's Ray. It's Ray Consuela. It's not Consuela, but it's <laughs> Ray. It's not Consuela. It's, it's Consuela. whatever it is. Kinsella. He wants to play with his dad. Yes. <laughs> That's the, he. Whatever. Yeah. 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 God damn it. Um. But <laughs> that was the most furious can opening I've ever seen. It's the last one tonight too. Um. But yeah, so like with this, uh, we keep on to keep saying vision. I mean, it kind of is a vision. It comes to him like a bit. Like, what do I need to build? And then he starts kind of seeing that I need to yeah. build this. I feel like the voice just kind of gives up. Like, here's a fucking baseball. It's a field. baseball field. You it's a fucking baseball idiot. Field, you fucking <laughs> dickhead. I'm trying to. But really, like, <laughs> if you kept hearing this voice, and it's yeah. like, if you build, like, build. Build what? Yeah. A card tower? Like Fine, I guess I'll show you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He wrecks like a barn and it's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of a baseball diamond, but I guess I still think <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So he... So I was actually looking, because one of my first notes in this is like, is losing the amount of land he had to make this baseball diamond with enough for them to be financially fucked yeah because it looks like he has a ton more acreage oh yeah but like i looked up how big is a baseball diamond in acreage and specifically the one that's in dyersville iowa yeah and it's just under three acres it's like two and a half three acres but it doesn't even look like it's really that big in the movie. Eh, nah. And even I've been there. I've been to the Field of You've Dreams. Been to the Field of Dreams. I have too. And I've seen a game played at the Field of Dreams. Ooh. It's right there near the house. It's like practically their yard. Yeah. And it's weird that as a farmer, to me, <laughs> you would have your crops come you, right you, up into the yard you as anyway. A farmer. As a farmer, me, a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> you would have your fucking crops come right up to your fucking porch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because really, the baseball field... It's like if we played croquet right through your fucking raised beds. <laughs> How fucking dare you? I'm gonna lose my house because of this shit now. But, like, they are in such dire straits that losing that two and a half, like, three acres is now put them out. Like... That doesn't yeah. seem... You don't get a lot more corn out of the space that's there. It's only two yeah. or three ears of stock. Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know. Listen, me, a farmer, 
is just has my doubts about this. When you can see the rest of his farm. Oh, it's enormous. And see, like, he's doing pretty... He grows a lot of corn. Yeah. Okay? And at one point in this movie, he seems to be just giving up farming altogether. Yeah. Especially... Okay, so... So, yeah. So, it's like three acres. And then, like, the wife, when they're, like... Like, uh, divvying out their finances. She says they're barely breaking even. Yeah. So then it's like, so how... How so, much more how with much that more three acres? They, yeah. <laughs> Are they really going to be making ends meet so well off those three acres that they would have been like, guys, let's just lean back and enjoy the wealth. <laughs> off these three acres of profit we're making. That has to be <laughs> tens of dollars. <laughs> Guys, we got fifty dollars to spend. Christmas come early. <laughs> That's right. The trip to High V <laughs> because there is because they filmed it local to the area. The the local area at like the big grocery chain is High V, and they definitely had High V groceries in this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Which I'm like, good attention to detail, Dyersville, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I really dug that. Yeah. Um. Any other local things that you like? Oh, <laughs> in man. This movie. How about the entire tire shoeless Joe fucking scene? Mm. Took place directly in the middle of uh, Galena, which is really close to us. No, that's not shoeless Joe. I'm oh, not shoeless. Oh, yeah. That's uh, Doc. Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Moonlight. What was it? Jet, not Moonlight Jackson. It was Moonlight something. Moonlight Graham. Yeah. The entire Moonlight Graham scene where like he meets up with old Moonlight Graham. It takes place directly in the middle of downtown of Galena. Downtown Galena, which is really close to us. Because wasn't that at the movie theater? There used to be like a movie theater down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 but I, I don't know if it was actually at the movie theater or not. Because it looks like they might have just retrofitted like a a marquee onto a building because it looked next to like the candy shop that's down no, there right now yeah well, like there's, it's it's like a it's definitely like a like a knickknack shop now but it's, it was a theater before because i know there was i couldn't remember if the theater is there or farther down the street anyway this it's is just hobnobbing good like local real hobnobbing baby <laughs> this is fun this is good <laughs> gutters but no there was definitely a theater there was definitely a theater in downtown galena and then my favorite thing was, like, they had a whole thing, like, there's this big fog behind, like, the fucking moonlight yeah. ram. Yeah, And then as soon as it clears, it's like, oh, fuck, I know exactly where that is. The minute the fog clears. <laughs> yeah. Like, that goddamn intersection up to goddamn Bench Street. Yep. yep. <laughs> and I was like, you motherfuckers, you filmed right there. That's right. E even when they were walking to the freaking Doc's office, you see, like, the big, huge set of the staircase oh, yeah. going up yep. the hill or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my god, this is so fucking cool. I would go, I would go for uh, jogs when I live, when I used to live there, and I would that would be part of my fucking walk. I'd like go like up them, like stairmaster that bitch like Ric Flair. Me, like Ric Flair. Me baby. and Dinosaur Neil tried to master the stairs one day, and I just about died. Oh, dude, going up those. It's things. scary though. Like when you go down those stairs, like it's just like it's just stairs and just like a drop off, and you're yeah. like. <gasps> <laughs> but uh yeah i also wanted to know when they were filming this 
like, how did they... I'm assuming Galena draws a crowd, especially if they're filming a fucking movie there. Well, it definitely looked like it took place at night, so probably they probably did it, like, late. Well, I get that, but, like, if there's a, an event going on, at least now in Galena, I don't know. I, if I was going to say, 30 years ago, though, I don't know. It still was a draw. Like, Galena's still, still yeah. a tourist town. I just don't know that that much because you think of like social media and stuff now yeah that's true 31 years ago in 1988 89 yeah yeah i don't know that like there would have been such a buzz about like hey we're gonna have kevin costner in town (laughs) and plus plus even if come check him out in his ass and plus even (laughs) just tight jeans and billowy shirt that old chaw would have liked that (laughs) even if people were around like they film shit like in downtown LA. Like I'm sure they have ways of like controlling crowds where it's yeah, like, but like stay over here. Well, LA is I'm assuming used to that. Whereas yeah. like small well, town presumption if I've ever heard Midwest would be like, ooh, this is a hot shit. We need to see this hot shit right now. Filming Kevin Costner in his hot shit pants and Darth Vader. <laughs> How does Kevin? Why? Why are we? Talking about He's Kevin got Costner's tight dad jeans in this movie. <laughs> Apparently, Kevin Costner's pretty hot in this movie. I don't know. Guys, can we just elephant in the room? Let's Kevin Costner. Good actor? Bad actor? Qu- question Okay, mark. this was brought up earlier. <laughs> this was in our chat. Is this going to be a debate? <laughs> I'll call all you go first. So... He's been in some pretty high-level movies, right? He was hot in like, the yeah. 80s and early 90s. Like into the yeah. mid-90s, I yes. would say. Like, like We're I, talking Waterworld, Kevin. Waterworld. Dances with, with wolves. wolves. That's right. Get the like, fuck out of here. Robin Hood, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. Holy yes. shit. You know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I do. Do it for you. Do it for you. Amazing British accent in that movie. So, is he a good actor? Is what we come back to. Yeah. No. In this movie, <laughs> he's judging, definitely not. Judging him in this movie alone, you mean, he you, is wooden as a yes. fucking you mean, tree. You mean you didn't gather the sudden ambient, like the subtle ambiance when he saw the ghosts playing in his made-up baseball field, and he said, "That's really cool." <laughs> <laughs> he it sounds like he just did one line read and like nailed it that's it no, I, <laughs> I fucking nailed it so here's my thing yeah not a good actor in this but I feel like in a movie like this if someone were to play it serious I would not be able to take this seriously like the fact that Kevin Costner come off, comes off saying? oh no the fact that Kevin Costner comes off as kind of a doofus makes me <laughs> feel more endearing to him cause there's so much like so much of this is like he has to accept it for like face value like yeah. a fucking voice is talking to him to yeah. build a fucking field yeah and then the minute he builds it ghosts show up <laughs> the whole time he's at, like oh cool <laughs> like <laughs> If fucking I, Daniel Day Lewis, if fucking Daniel Day Lewis is playing this as like as serious as possible, I'd be like, "There's no way to fucking get behind this." There, okay. Let me say this: there are bouts of things in this where I feel like he comes off very naturally, okay. like for a person in Iowa, <laughs> he comes off like an Iowan, 
right? Yes. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yes, you got that. (laughs) But then there's some reactions to the supernatural things that happen in this, where he's like, yeah, this is really cool. That's it? Like, that's the line delivery you have? Like, some things... Because I, a, I wish I would have wrote it down, but there is one line delivery in this. I'm like, holy shit, that's the worst line reading I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, but in in terms of the story, how the fuck can you build this any other way than the fact that he's like a doofus that kind of accepts things for what they are? I don't. I feel like maybe Daniel Day Lewis would do a better job. I don't know because it's like the whole fucking movie is. You're supposed to. This guy is supposed to take everything for like. All right, this is the thing that's happening. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yes. And I feel like there needs to be some sort of like I can't dumbness to that no, person. I don't think to it needs to be like I'm going to do this. Like the thing that I couldn't accept the most was the wife cuz the wife felt like she had some sort of common sense to her. Yeah. And then she would just be like, "All right, that sounds pretty good, I, I guess." Okay, yeah, I okay, I would agree with that up until they both shared the same dream. Yeah, I get that. And I was like, okay, because when he was like, I need to build this field. Really, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking about how much they're spending on this. And really, the only thing I can think of, like, he spent it on is, like, that fence and some lights. Oh, the lights have to be a fuck ton. He's got those fucking huge poles with the lights on the top. Really, yeah. I think he probably has all the equipment to level he, that, even when right? He does He's a that, farmer. Yeah, even when he does that and when the fucking baseball players show up they're like what's with the lights like you didn't even need them <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're just yeah, playing like, the daytime yeah <laughs> like, what the fuck's with these lights <laughs> like i feel they should have had like a, like a deleted scene or something where it's like what's with the lights and then he's like god damn it i shouldn't have fucking thought this lights. <laughs> that's what put him out not the losing the three acres and yeah. buying those fucking lights but i don't know i feel like for kevin costner's character there needs to be some sort of denseness to him for him to be like, I'm going to do everything this fucking voice tells me to do, even when I'm just interpreting it for myself and doing these weird, dumb, random trips where I'm going to Philadelphia. Like, the movie even says itself, like, he didn't really need to get fucking Terrence Mann. Right. Like, it was just like, oh, It I was guess... a step to get somebody else. Yeah, it was just like, it was like, oh, I, I, think it t- I think the voices are telling me to get Terrence Mann. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I don't think I really need to get Terrence Mann. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there needs to be some sort of dumbness to the character to be like, I'm going to do these steps that I don't know for sure if I have to do them or not. I'm just going to do them. So I'm just an elephant in the room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the first time you look out there and there's this random dude in a baseball outfit. I'd be fucking scared. Yeah. yeah. I'd be going out there with a baseball bat to beat him to death. Like, and they're just like, oh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I mean, it's Iowa, yeah. so I get it. And the like, wife, everybody's the wife's, like, hey, yeah. everybody, how you doing? Great. Good to see you. Good to we'll play on my field, you ghost. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. You ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking Casper. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, what if there's like a kind of fucking... News, ah, like some kind of news, some kind of news news bulletin pops up on this TV, and I was like, "Oh, the the latest uh, baseball uniform clad rapist strikes again. Be on the lookout." <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, the wife's like, "I'm gonna start a pot of coffee. Yeah, I'm gonna put a pot on. I'm gonna put a pot of coffee on. Why don't you go say hello?" <laughs> and then Ray, okay, Ray Liotta, <laughs> Shoeless Joe. Yeah. 
You want to talk about wooden. Okay. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, shit. This might be the best movie Ray Liotta's ever done. Really? Whoa. Listen, I have not seen a ton of Ray Liotta movies. Okay. But for the ones I have seen, he shines in this. <sighs> Go ahead. He's, okay, first of all, he's charming in this. As like kind of like a 1950s I'm a dick, like <laughs> baseball player. Oh, go ahead. Um, and I think he's. I'm only judging this on Ray Liotta the person. <laughs> All right. I've never seen a Ray Liotta movie that I liked Ray Liotta. I think he's a cockhead, All and right. I fucking hate him. He was in Goodfellas. Never seen Goodfellas. I know. I, I kind of want to watch Goodfellas Maybe for the show sometime. He was in Operation Nemo Drop. I've seen that. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Muppets from Space! Never seen Muppets from Space. Well, let's do, <laughs> we gotta do Blow! A... Never seen Blow. Wasn't like Why do we not thing? have a Ray Liotta month coming up in January? Because Ray Liotta sucks! He's not that good. He's not that good. I'm, I'm sorry. He's not that good. He was in B-Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he was in Field of Dreams 2, Lockout. That's not a real thing, is <laughs> That's it? That's a short oh, film. Fuck. No, that can't be real. <laughs> that can't be real. Anyway, Okay, so I'll, I'll, my, I might give it to you that he's... This is probably one of the better Ray Liotta movies. <laughs> he's in Hubie Halloween. Oh, god, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I'm done. But, like, compared to, like... So, like, when he shows up... Yeah, okay. He just acts ahead. like... Like, he just stares and is just like, what, what is it? Am I, are you a person? Am I in a field? Like, okay, sure, we'll get it. You're a ghost. You're probably back on Earth for the first time in a long time, whatever. Yeah. Then his teammates show up. His teammates are the coolest dudes ever. That's true. They, they are they, pretty they rad. They show up and they just, they're like fucking playing ball or whatever. Even like, but then they even go back to Shoeless Joe and he's just like, oh yeah, we were going to invite Ty Cobb, but he's kind of a dick. <laughs> what? Like even like your laugh is kind of like weird. Like you're just like yeah. you that's, seem a, like that's a some fucking... Leota shit I don't like. Yeah, you just seem like a weird <laughs> robot person compared to like your teammates who seem like really cool guys you actually want to hang out with. Yep. So it's like out of everyone that you could have introduced as like Shoeless Joe as like the person that's supposed to introduce you to this ghost world of yeah. people that are gonna play baseball. Why the fucking weird, stiff dickhead that's like, hey, uh, so we can play baseball here? Okay. I might invite friends later. <laughs> or like, this doesn't even All right. seem like fun. All right. Okay. Elephant in the room? Yeah. Fuck Ray Liotta. Is that what we're Whoa. saying? I'll, I'll say fuck Ray Liotta. Yeah. Oh, there we I are. Mean, I haven't watched Goodfellas, but he might be good in Goodfellas. I don't know. Fuck but, him. Yeah, I'm not a big Ray Liotta fan. Okay. Fuck him. There we go. How do you like that, so that's Ray? Why, that's why I say he's miscast as Shoe. I, I feel like Shoeless Joe should have been like, yes, I want more people like you to come to my field and play baseball. But you get introduced to him and he's just like staring and like, he looks like he's about to fucking eat the kid. Like he's like, <laughs> are you, hello little girl. Like he's like. Or what? What are you gonna do to her? What are you gonna do to these people? I'm gonna eat the living shit out of this. Kid. Yeah, like he just—he looks like I don't know. Like I would be scared just being like, oh my god, you're shoeless Joe. Whereas like, but he's acting like he's gonna fucking murder you. 
Like, why are you so happy to see him? Um, <laughs> let me see. Oh, the only other note I have is that the uh, that I like the haunting soundtrack. It's made by the same guy who did like uh, the Rocketeer soundtrack, James Horner. Yeah, James Horner. Um, I like it's like the haunting slow like piano, like boo boo boo. Like yeah. I I really kind of like that. It really sets the tone for like this weird supernatural. What? Uh, su- let me just finish my thought. This weird supernatural type thing going on and like um kevin costner really doesn't know what's going nobody knows what's going on really yeah. like I, I guess i want to ask what do you think of the overall premise of the movie like this supernatural voice like giving kevin costner direction to make this baseball diamond to do all these things just to have the outcome to meet his dad so, at the beginning <laughs> So, th- my first time seeing this, I had no idea what it was really about. Yeah. I I guess I didn't even realize it was about up until this watch. Because <laughs> I watched it, like, the f- 15 years ago yeah. or whatever. So, like, going through the movie, I it kept my interest based on the fact that it's like, what is this voice leading him to? Yeah. Like, it never really struck me that it was going to be about his dad. I probably should have because he talked about his dad for a fucking... Yeah, five minutes straight intro, in the big yeah. fucking beginning, but like him following his voice and then him leading him to other people that really have no connection. But it's like I guess it involves baseball or whatever. That kept me fascinated, and then when it got to the fact that it's about his dad, I was like, oh, God, I don't know. It felt like I don't know. Like the person that wrote this, it felt kind of sad for them yeah well i i didn't like, know that this was based off a book and it's yeah, adapted really? for, yeah it's yeah. adapted from a book uh, it's, it's something about sh- uh something shoeless joe jackson yeah it's something like a like a fiction based on that it, this and they mo- go ahead uh, well, well i'm just gonna say they they adapt it further so it, like it strays farther but it's like based off this book initially yeah it, uh, and I think like the guy that wrote the book is kind of is like a writer of the movie too, isn't he? Did he write the screenplay? I'll I look know. it up while you're talking. But it, it, it this movie feels like it was made by someone. Like I'm I'm going way psychological with this shit. It oh, feels shit. like so. Here we go. It's gonna probably be weird, but it feels like it. This movie was written by someone who had a real shitty dad. Who only really talked to him when baseball was involved, and now he's like making this to be like. Well, my dad always loved me because he played baseball with me. So here's me trying to make amends with that by creating a movie about a guy who plays with his ghost dad with baseball. Like, it, I don't know. By the end of it, I was like, this feels sad. <laughs> like, it feels like someone clinging to the idea that his dad really loved him when in actuality his dad was maybe a piece of shit who only really talked to him about baseball because he liked baseball. Like... Personally, for me, I like wrestling. There's people in wrestling I don't like, but I can stand them when wrestling's involved because I like wrestling. Yeah. I feel like that's what this guy's dad was probably like. Yeah. <laughs> Where, like, I bet this dad did not like this son at all, but because this dad liked baseball and the son was like, I like baseball too, and then he was like, well, then I guess I'll stand you. 
And then after the dad died and he, and he was still a piece of shit, now the son is making a thing about like, well, what if I do a thing where I make all these baseball things come together where my dad comes back and we play catch and he loves me? Or it's like, oh no. It feels so sad. Uh, yeah, I I couldn't tell, like, at... So, like, you, you see, like, different versions of people in time in this. Yeah. Like, is it kind of like a Dr. Manhattan thing where they know about their whole life, but they're just in a this version of their body? Because I... even with, like, the Doc character later... It seems like he's aware of his older life, but he's in his younger body at a point. Like, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I feel like with like most portrayals of ghosts, it's like, it's, it's a matter of like not really knowing you're dead until you're reminded that you're dead kind of thing where like the younger version of him shows up, not really aware that he's dead until he gets to that point where it's like, oh shit, I'm dead. And now I remember my entire life up to this point. Yeah, but I don't think that holds true for the rest of the baseball team. They all know they're, like, from heaven and shit. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it definitely plays fast and loose with the whole ghost the mentality with, thing. With ghoul the thing, rules. The thing, yeah. <laughs> the ghouls, the ghouls with the rules. But, I don't know. The The one story that I really like throughout this is the whole, like, Moonlight Graham yeah. story. Where... I feel everyone else is kind of playing up to the idea that, like, they never really lived up to their full potential because they never lived, like, their dream. And then, like, the Moonlight Graham guy comes in and he's like, hey, I had my one shot, I did it, I got what I wanted out of it, and now I lived, like, this amazing life where I was a doctor and shit. Even down to where, like, the younger version of him even is like, hey, someone needs me, fuck baseball. And he goes in and, like throws away the rest of his baseball career to help this like little girl. I don't know. I, I, I liked that whole thing. Like, especially like the whole movie just feels like one big, like, Hey man, imagine if we were to stay in baseball. Wouldn't that have been great, huh? And yeah. then this guy's like, Oh fuck baseball. <laughs> I had, a, I had a better life being a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I do. Uh, well, I, I, I agree with what you were saying. I'm just, I'm I'm thinking about the movie in general. Yeah, I guess like it's like he he's given one more opportunity to be a baseball player and he still throws it away to be a doctor to actually help people. Yeah, like I don't know. There, it feels like there's like this weird message of like maturity in the movie, but then I don't know. It it still kind of uh, contradicts itself with it being with like Kevin Costner being like, but what about my dad? Yeah, why didn't my dad love me? Or it's like, dude, you're living a good life. You have a family, you have a farm. Like, why are you still living in the past? Why are you still doing all this shit? And it's like, all these people that are, like, around him are kind of maturing, and he's still being like, but what about my dad? Yeah. I I like the overall story of, like, this weird message given to him, and he's like, I have, I'm on this path to do something that's great, but that I don't even really know about yet. It's like this yeah. higher calling. Yeah, that's what kind of kept my my interest throughout. Yeah. Like, I want to know what this is all leading to. Yeah. And I, but like when it gets to the end, I'm like, this is a really roundabout way. Yeah. To get to just it, meet his dad. It at felt the end. very sappy to me. Yeah. Like I was expecting something more profound and it was just more like, 
your dad. Yeah. Granted, I still, I like, I fall for it every time. Like, I like, like, dad stories, maybe because I, I am one. But it's like, I, I never. Onward killed you, didn't it? Onward, the very end, it's just like, oh, what a oh, fucking great man. ending. Didn't really like anything up to the end, and the ending was great. Oh, the ending's so good. Um, but like, I. I fall for like the the that kind of sappy parent ending almost yeah. every time. Like it it just rings real real to me. Okay. Like every time. But yeah. like at the same time I'm like, man, this guy went through a fucking lot just to meet his dad who might have been there that whole time. <laughs> like yeah. playing ball. Like he was there the whole time, right? Yeah, because yeah, because they talk about like there's seven of them, and then when they first come out of the field, I definitely counted eight. Yeah, and it's like if you really think about it, like to get James Earl Jones mixed up in this, to find oh, the Doc character, I love James just Earl to get to the dad. That's the real thrust of the movie to get to this point. Yeah, like. James Earl Jones is great in this, but why is he here? And then the the Doc character is good in this too, and I really like his arc, but what point does he have in the movie really? Yeah. Like, just to have, like, a nice arc. Yeah. It's fun to watch, but then, like, why does he need to really be there? Yeah. I, I don't know. It feels like there's a... There's some kind of, maybe there's some kind of underlying message in all of this where, like, it's just, like, the motivation of someone to actually help people leads you to, like, helping yourself, maybe? Maybe. Like, he never... I was just thinking the same... Like, the, he I never, mean, does he learn anything along yeah. the way? Like, he like, never would have... He never really. would have looked out for his father if he didn't... If he wouldn't have helped those two people hmm. in the long run, maybe. Like okay. He would have just kind of seen it as like guys playing baseball, and then like, out of all of that, him actually discovering his dad after helping James Earl Jones and that Moonlight guy, like, like that, like that scenario led to them all leaving and just leaving him and his dad at the end. Maybe that was what it was. I don't know. But, but James Earl Jones did die in this movie, right? He was he. I think he was dead when they left the apartment. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I don't think he was ever once they left his apartment. I think he was dead. Did I miss this part? I because, probably because did. No I ever, don't remember this. No one else really acknowledges him, acknowledges him except for his family. Who like his family already sees ghosts too. Like even when he's at the baseball, I think he's even dead when they go to the baseball game. Oh really? Well, I know at one point like his dad because he says that his dad keeps calling. Yeah, his dad and... keeps calling and they never they can't get a hold of him. Yeah. So I'm guessing he's dead as an apartment and like his dad's like too far away to like get there. But the brother-in-law is able to see him when they're at the field. Is he? Yeah. Okay. He shakes his hand even. Hmm. And he can't see the baseball players until after Well, he can the kid falls off the bleachers. Yeah, because when they cross the threshold, I don't think he can see any of the ghosts on the field, but he can see the ghosts outside the threshold of the field. Is that a rule that he isn't able to because, see? Because, them? because, because, <laughs> well, no, because he he, he, he doesn't see, he, doesn't, he can't see the ghosts until, um, uh, Moonlight Graham crosses the threshold to help the little girl. Right, yeah. 
So I think it's like it's kind of like that barrier where like there's like this weird ghost barrier for the field. Okay. And then like the ghost outside of that he can see as people, but the ghost inside of it he can't see until like it breaks the whole thing for him. And then it's like, oh, now where where did all these ghosts come from? Okay. Fast and loose with the rules. Ghost rules. Ghost rules. I'm trying to make sense of it. Kevin Costner, right in. But I, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm saying I, I think that the minute like uh, I think they when they leave uh, James Earl Jones' apartment, I think he's already dead. Okay, I can get behind that because I think. But I just have a few him questions. Being, him being led to him, like him having the feeling that he should go to him, is the fact that he's about to die or already dead and he has to go and lead his spirit to the field to have him realize that people are good otherwise he's going to go to hell hmm. that's what i took well, i don't know if he's dead at the foot uh, or at the baseball game because he does order food at that concession stand well it's all i don't know is it all an well, apparition well, no but because kevin costner orders it for him does he order it for him, or does he ask him what he wants, and he says, I'll take a hot dog and a beer? Yeah, and then he gets the food for him at the concession stand. Okay. So All right. So he doesn't necessarily order the food. He tells Kevin Costner to get the food for him. Okay. You right. really inspected that scene. <laughs> well, he's I'm just trying to... Up. I'm just trying to, like, pick away at it and see if he's got an answer for this shit over here. That's mostly what Man, I'm doing right yeah. now. But regardless if I'm nitpicking all this shit anyway... <laughs> I still overall enjoyed this movie. And I was ready to like kind of nitpick it to death till I'm like, I don't like this yeah. movie. But at the end, when it comes all around to it, I'm like, that was that was good. I I, I like this. I I liked yeah. it more than I thought I was going to when I was like kind of in the middle of things when Kevin Costner's like <laughs> fucking blind reading lines. I will, I will say that I, I think I like this movie more than I thought I was going to going into it. Because yeah. I'm not a big fan of, like, baseball inspirational type Me movies. neither. And I then, can't get behind baseball <laughs> in no, any yeah, form whatsoever. But like like you said, I was kind of on the fence about it until they introduced James Earl Jones. Yeah. He's and great. he was, god damn it. That whole scene <laughs> when, like... Kevin Cox was trying to hold him up with like this finger in his fucking <laughs> yeah, coat. Yeah, yeah. And he's just yeah. talk calls him on his bullshit. That was yeah. so good. Oh my god, cr- I like, love it. Like I don't it. know. For some reason, like him and Kevin Costner have like have like this like really good chemistry where I kinda wanted to see him do more shit together. Yeah. I think it's um I I know. It's James Earl Jones elevating Oh, for sure. Kevin Costner. For sure. But it's like I mean I mean, it, it takes two to tango. They're sure. still good. Like yeah. they're still good together. Yeah. Like I don't know if it if it's just if it's just James Earl Jones bringing out something in him, but I was like, I love watching those two together. Even when it's just like them in a car together talking, I was I was hooked the whole time. Yeah. Oh, what I I wanted to bring this up earlier. What did you guys think of like the uh, big school assembly about the book banning? Oh my god, that was. Is it- weird wasn't it yeah it seems so out of place it seems so out of place and yet a very midwestern thing i can see happening yeah yes. very midwestern yes. very midwestern today yes i know you're totally just, right just a mom standing in front of a school being like communist yeah yeah uh i actually really much enjoyed that scene just for the fact that i'm like yeah that seems like something that would happen yeah. today 
Yeah. For sure. I could that's totally like, see it. That scene takes place on Facebook every day. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Holy fuck. Like, I, I, I've seen that scene play out on Facebook multiple times. <laughs> but yeah, that's... You don't the, even need a school assembly for that. Just no. go on Facebook and that's the click best. on the nearest meme. That's the best thing I've ever heard. And it's some some middle-aged woman being like, communist. It's, yeah, that's very apt. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I don't know. anything. I don't have much else about Feel the Dreams. I went through all my notes. Anything else? No. I, it no. Feel, it, I don't know. For... It feel it does. It feels definitely Hollywood, but it feels definitely genuinely small town at the same time. Yes, like that whole scene where like he's building the field and there's just like a line of cars with like old people being like, "What's he doing?" Yeah, just people chilling because they got nothing else better to do oh, than watch totally, this guy totally, fucking make a totally, baseball diamond. Yeah. yeah, I literally saw a group of people herding around a guy cutting down a tree the other day. <laughs> So that's, that's that's where we live. That's what's fucking going on here. <laughs> Guy cutting down a tree. There was literally guys, eight, ten people there. Let's start a, let's start a Facebook event. <laughs> guys cutting down a tree. Who wants in on this shit? God damn. So uh, all in all, though, feel the dreams. I I really love picking out the local scenery when oh, they're like, yeah. even on the drive into Iowa. Yeah. I'm like, I know exactly where that's at. Yes, right around that corner. That's where I drop calls all the time. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sirius always goes out, right? I knew exactly where they were when they fucking pulled up there. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. But, yeah, I... Overall, this movie... I'm going to give it a pass when I thought I wasn't going to. So, like, I liked it quite a bit. Um, and you said you have been to Field Dreams? I have. I was there in 2007. Um, what do you think of the actual place? Underwhelming. Yeah, right? Very <laughs> underwhelming. I was looking up stats on the internet about it. It said it can hold 6,000 people in a What? Holy shit. And I'm well, like, okay, so this past summer, before COVID, they were supposed to have a freaking major league baseball game there yeah i was oh, reading wow. that yankees on... and the red Sox. i think like yeah. really super major league like back to like the 30s yeah yeah and then of course covid shut everything down yeah but like so i don't know if they revamped it since the last time i've been there but in 07 it was very underwhelming the last time i was there there was like two sets of bleachers the same bleachers <laughs> that kevin costner was sitting on there's two of them <laughs> and six thousand people could not be no, at that place no I do kind of want to go check it out. I I don't think I've ever been there yet. Um, it's 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 not far away. No, it's not. It's like an hour's drive yeah. away, maybe. Yeah. It's it's not too bad, but it's uh, it is. It's like oh, this is it. It's just the house in the field. That's it. That's all. And, and a, a cornfield, yeah. And a cornfield, and yeah. it is kind of cool. Like when they do like hold a game there, like they enter through the cornfield. <laughs> so like they make it like legit, yeah. But like the rest of it is just a big gravel parking lot behind yeah, it. Yeah. Like what you see yeah. behind the camera is a I, big gravel lot. I do love at the very end of the movie when all those cars are pulling into the field, and it's like uh, yeah. there's no way in fuck those car, all those cars can fit. In no, that fi- yeah, no, no. 
Not at all. Where are they all going to park? Also, why are they coming at night? Yeah. In, yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. While Kevin Costner's playing catch with his ghost yeah, dad. having a catch with his dad. Yeah. And now there's like 90 million people pulling into this fucking... Yeah. But at least James Earl Jones is right. People will want to show up, right? People, yeah. People will want to see this. That's right. They want to see this... They can't even explain it. This, they'll want to show They want up. to see this empty baseball field. <sighs> At fucking <laughs> 10 p.m. or whatever yeah. it is. Um, but anyway, what are you? What are you guys gonna grade? Field of Dreams. So I'll go first. Um, go I like I said at the start, or maybe the start before we started recording. Anyway, so before we started, um, I I've seen this a good number of times. Um, so I didn't really watch it too closely this time around. Sure. Um, but it's a movie that, like, honestly, if it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't love it. It's not like a movie that I'm like, I've got to watch it. Yeah, same here. Um, I like the close, uh, the the locations uh-huh. and being able to be like, oh, that's where that is. That's where that is. Yeah. Um, that keeps me interested a lot. The premise of it is weird. Um, I'm going to give it a solid B. Okay. A yeah. solid B. Um, I'll watch it when it's on if I have nothing going else going on. We'll catch yeah. it on the MLB Network if you have. I'll catch it on the MLB <laughs> Network right after the um, Marlins game. <laughs> uh, I'll give it like a B minus. I wasn't like, I was really into the intrigue of like where is this all going in the beginning, and then when it kind of got real sappy at the end, I was like kind of losing interest. Yeah, but I do a pre- like. Kind of maybe how like how Cole was saying. I do like how it's so close to where we are that I can kind of pull scenes out of it that of places where I've been. And then uh, I don't know, like this, st- like even like the characters in and of themselves, like James Earl Jones and the guy that plays uh, uh, Moonlight. Like they have pretty interesting stories as they go throughout. But then when it all kind of turns into just like you got to play catch with your dad at the very end. And they really draw it out to where I'm like, I was almost at the end. I was almost kind of falling asleep because I just was like, it felt kind of boring knowing where they were going to go from here on in. Yeah. So uh, I wasn't a big fan of the ending, but throughout it's pretty good. So I'll give it a B minus. Yeah. I'm also going to give it a B. I, I quite enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to on this watch. Um, and I, and I'm, Falling for the sappy ending. I did think the ending was a bit abrupt. Um, but, I mean, it was a fine ending, nonetheless. But, uh, anyway, there you go. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Thanks, Jeremy, for having us revisit this nugget. Wow, uh, you could say nugget not ever again. Nugget. 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 Uh, come this next week, or actually yeah. this week, we have yeah. our Thanksgiving episode of Mars Attacks. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and we will have a special guest in the house. Oh yeah, of King Kong, Eric, the oldest man alive. He'll be here. Oh in, my god, in it's person. No, oh, these these next two months are going to be interesting. Oh, we got old <laughs> oh, oldest man alive, and coming up next month. Oh yeah, the Christmas special. revving up to Chavi Shivers. Oh my god, Chavy Shivers. She is literally bad mouthing me right now as we podcast. <laughs> she won't even leave me alone. <laughs> She's relentless. She is relentless. Yeah. I'm uh, nervous. That's all leading my family. to our Christmas uh, spectacular. Yeah. We're going to try and figure out what terrible Christmas movie we're going to review for our 
Christmas Spectacular of Chavi Shivers. Um, but before that, we need, also need to know what Leftover Turkey episode yeah. For, we're going to be... At this point, we should know what it is, but it is definitely going to be one of the four movies, which I will pull up. It's either Doolittle, Artemis Fowl, uh, what's the other ones? Unhinged. Unhinged. Uh, and Missy? Wrong the Missy? Wrong Missy? The Wrong Missy. One of those four will be reviewed next Monday. You should know if you check our Twitter. Yeah. Which I freaking love The Wrong Missy. I've yet to All see right. any of these, but I, I've I've been tempted to watch The Wrong Missy. I'm a Lauren Lapkus fan. It's so. really yeah, Lauren, funny. Lauren Lapkus is good. Okay, so... But we'll see. We'll see. One of these four movies will be reviewed... For our leftover turkey episode, we'll find out which one moves yeah. on. And that's moves go- on to us to review. <laughs> and that's gonna that's all that'll round out the rest of the month, and then we'll get into December. Of yeah, a bunch of maybe uh, other what, things. What we missed. That's in, right. Uh, in twenty twenty, which is gonna be odd because what came out in twenty twenty. Right. There's yeah thing. I new Something mutants, in January and February. New mutants just came out. That's true. We can get get into that. Uh, there's going to be a few big drops in December we yeah. could check out. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll comb through what else we'll we missed. Through, we'll figure it out. Uh, but until then, uh, if people want to hit us up, where could they do so? You can always find me at Bucky for one on Twitter. Hot take. Hey, I'm going to do some fleets <laughs> this week on the tweets, and you can find me on Twitter at Coach Havens. Talk to me about pies. You can find. Oh yeah, send in pies. Oh, yeah, if you haven't already. Our pie homework is due this coming. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us all at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. Uh, you can find us anywhere podcasts are. If you want to write in, Review Review Pod at Gmail Oh yeah, there you have it. Um, that's gonna do it, I think. Yeah. So. Until we review Mars Attacks with yeah. good old The Oldest Man Alive, I have been short of the Max Extreme. I've been Coach Evans. I'm JT3K. And we are off.